Hi, I'm Caleb Price, and you're listening to Relatable Thoughts. Did you know that what goes on in your mind is the reason for everything you experience in life? For your anxiety, for the money you make, your major, your relationships, reaching your goals, even the feelings you feel. So why is no one talking about it? As a college student, a Latter-day Saint, and a certified life coach, I'm speaking up and talking about our thoughts and teaching you how to manage your mind. Because the secret is, you aren't alone in what you think. Your thoughts are totally relatable. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another great episode of Relatable Thoughts. I am excited for this episode because I am finally concluding, basically, this is part three and the last part of my 29029 series of podcasts talking about the event where I climbed the equivalent of Mount Everest. And it has been a journey. <laughs> Not only that event, but also processing everything because there's so much that I feel like I could just talk about. I could go on and on about Obviously, there's so many more important topics that I really want to get into, but I really have appreciated being able to reflect and take this time um, to to really like condense down the lessons that I learned because there's literally so much. It was just so impactful, and it's like impossible for me to basically convey that over a podcast and all my thoughts. But you know, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and do my best and give you as much as possible. But I guess that's one of the greatest lessons of all that I learned is that you don't know until you do it. Like you don't know what you're getting into until you actually do it. You don't know how hard something is until you actually do it. You don't know the worth and cost and the joy that comes out of something until you actually do it. So you can't predict it. You can't, whatever you are struggling with or whatever you're afraid of or whatever you're trying to decide about what's right or what's wrong, or if you should do this, if you want to do something, you just can't predict it. You don't know what's happening in the future. You don't know what it's going to be like. You can't predict how you're going to feel and what's going to happen and all the variables. We just can't. We can't do that as human beings. I couldn't do that. And I thought I was well prepared and practiced for my event. And, and I'm not just talking about like the ne- like the potential perceived negative of like, oh my gosh, it was so much harder and there was a lot more endurance involved. But even just the surprises of like, of the community that was so involved in our progress and the feeling, the joyous feelings that happened, the, the variety of highs and lows, um, walking the next day after like just so many things that I couldn't imagine or perceive ahead of time. We do our best to kind of set ourselves up for success and we practice, but when it comes to like decisions and whether, you know, if something is going to work out a certain way or, you know, just predicting like what something's going to be like, you can't at the end of the day, you just can't. (laughs) So that's to help all of you that are trying to figure out a decision. If you're stuck on something, you're trying to do all these pros and cons, you just can't make it, figure it out. Really the lesson is you might as well just choose something and then see what it feels like because you can't predict what it's going to be like until you're actually really into it but to really know what you want deep down you know there's some introspection that's involved and I've created a 10-minute video course actually to guide you through that to help you discern where your brain is getting involved where your heart actually is in the decision how to not let fear and other people get in the way of it 
and to really just quit saying, I don't know. Because we say, I don't know a lot in our world. And it's just, it's really easy. I was actually just having a conversation with people where they're like, I just don't like making choices. And I'm like, you don't like making choices, but that's life. Like, what do you mean you don't like making choices? And I get it because I didn't like making choices. I didn't, I didn't like that pressure. I didn't like thinking the rest of my life is on this decision. I didn't know it was right. And I'm usually an ambivalent guy. I don't want to make enemies and those sorts of things. But I just realized that my life was kind of unfulfilled in that way. Without having opinions, without taking charge of my what I want with my life, without, like, I didn't want to be compelled in everything and be told everything I should want to do for the rest of my life. And, and just to think, like, it just was unsatisfying to be stuck in I don't know. So if you're stuck in I don't know, if you're were like me, I promise you it's possible for things to change. And the 10 minute video course that I've included um, in the show notes, just click that link and you will get exactly the help that you're looking for. Okay, just had to make that plug. But on to what I really wanted to discuss today has to do with recently they just released pictures of the 29029 event. And so you can go through it and you can kind of see uh, your, they take pictures of you throughout the whole thing in video and stuff. And so there's some really astonishing, beautiful pictures of everybody in the, the whole event and everything. But then there's these individual shots of you as you're climbing. And I, one, I wish someone, I would have <laughs> known that I was allowed to smile or <laughs> at least allowed to uh, like look at the cameras, I guess, like they were for me rather than I like, oh, I thought they were taking like candid photos. And so I was just like, oh, I'm just going to keep on going and not pay attention. And then you look at some of the pictures and you're like, oh, well, that would have been really nice if like I actually <laughs> smiled or something. Um, but I was looking at these pictures and it really hit me that I got exactly what I wanted. Like I got the picture of me and saying that that kind of person can do something amazing. What I mean is that when I when I decided to do 29029, I really had this belief and thought propelling me because I really wanted to be an example of what was possible for myself as well as for other people, but mostly for me. Because, you know, let's face it, like when I was growing up, um, I didn't consider myself an athlete. I didn't consider myself to be proficient in any kind of sport. I was always shy and hesitant. I avoided competition um, just because I had bad experiences in the past and I didn't really consider my body or my just personality to be athletic. And I just was like, yeah, that's not me. I can't do that. I do good at music. I do good at smart stuff. Like that's my thing. And kind of just avoiding um, anything to do with like athletic stuff and always being uncomfortable and even still to this day very much so and it wasn't until I'd say after my mission where I was like okay I really want to get my health in check so I started exercising in the gym and that was a big journey for me and now I love exercising at the gym that's one of my favorite things to do but I still didn't really consider myself like an athlete or someone whose body type really resembles the kind of person that does like huge momentous things like I yeah like I can move around like I can carry heavy things I can be active but I'm not like athlete if that makes any sense and so as my mom and I were recalling we were um, approached by um, her brother my uncle to do this kind of event and him and their family they're like I mean it's in like the kindest way possible like they're just super athletes in my opinion that's my thought about them and like, 
and they approached us and they're like, or at least they approached mom and then my mom approached me and they're like, you should do this. You guys can do this. And my mom and I, as we reflected, we're like, we're just not like athlete people. But it was fascinating to me because I still just wanted to do it. I remember hearing and really pondering, this was back in December when we made this decision, and just like feeling in my heart like that sounds like something fun, like something cool that I want to do with my life to like, I just want to do that. And there's no other way of explaining it. Like it's that really fluttery, like bright feeling in your heart that just kind of shines through and you're just like, oh yeah, like I want to do that. And it's really small too. You have to focus on it. You have to hold on to it. And like things will try and cover that up. There's a lot of fear that kind of comes up and especially a lot of doubt. And the doubt primarily being you're not that kind of person. And I remember having that kind of thought saying like, that's not what we do. Like the, our, my, my kind of people, people of my, you could say larger body type. Like I just like really had it ingrained in my brain from the very beginning by my own doing just from what I observed in the world and just thought like, this is how it works. Is that like, you know, basically just to be honest, this is my thoughts going through my head. It's just like, yeah, like, you know, I'm, I'm fat. I, I don't do that sort of thing. Like I'm not athletic. I can't, I uh, like, that sounds like something impossible for someone like me. And then I really just was like, but why not? Why not me? Like, who's to say me as a person, someone who says he's not athletic and he's not the right body type and he's not in shape, like, who's to say I can't? And how amazing would it be to be like, I did it with all of that. And in fact, because I was me, I did it. And that those things had nothing to do with me not accomplishing anything. And that's kind of the lesson that I really want to finish things off with is that you are the only thing that determines whether you accomplish the thing that you want or not. Of course, I can dive into that there are limitations in our world, that circumstances do play a fact in our life. Like there are genuine real facts about bodies, about genetics, about zip code, about um, just where you are born in the world and even unfortunately still the color of your skin and um, and certain political spectrums and, and all these things that do determine facts about our life. But it is us in those facts of our life that decide what we do with them, okay? Does that make, hopefully that makes sense is what I'm trying to get at is it's still you who decides what to do with it. So nine months ago, I was sitting with like me, you know, like a certain weight, hadn't, uh, you know, done anything with hiking and the treadmill very seriously that was going to be required for this and sitting with this goal of what I wanted to do in the future and just saying, okay, these are the facts. Yeah. Maybe someone in a different circumstance, they could be better suited for this task. You could make that argument very logically and just tell yourself that's the truth. But the truth really is, is that yes, those facts are true, or at least meaning there are facts that are present, but what are you going to do about it? How are you going to do it despite that? How are you going to do it, in fact, because of that? 
how are you going to accomplish the impossible anyway? And these pictures to me prove it. Because I look at me and I see someone. Well, I, first off, I see me. I see the person that I've become, but it's still me, if that makes any sense. There's a, uh, it reminds me of this thought experiment, the ship of Theseus, where the ship goes out, the ship of Theseus sails out, and on its journey, you know, it has to make repairs, and eventually, over time, it repairs every single board in the ship, and it comes back. And so the question is, is that even though everything has been replaced on the ship of Theseus, and it's no longer the pieces that were original to the ship of Theseus, is it still the ship of Theseus, or is it still, is it something new? And that's how I kind of honestly compare, like, growth, like, and becoming someone that we are still the same, we're still us, but it's, at the same time, it's different. Like, we're us, but we've added all these other things to us, or we've changed how we think about ourselves. And so when I look at these pictures of me, I see me, but I see someone who I think is an athlete who I see me and I've redefined for myself what it means to do the impossible, to be capable, to be athletic, to really change entirely how I view myself in a new capacity of love and understanding. And just ultimately, I'm just so proud, so proud of myself. And this didn't come because I did that thing. Yes, I really wanted to climb that mountain eight times to reach the equivalent of Mount Everest in vertical height. I really wanted to do that. Like that's something that was amazing for me, but I wasn't doing it to show and prove that I was an athlete. I was doing it because I was one because I had already been practicing these thoughts about myself that I am this kind of person that, or that people like me can do these hard things that we don't have to consider ourselves athletes. We can just decide now we can practice these thoughts about myself and saying that I am good, that I am lovable, that no matter what, I am strong and I am capable and that hard things don't have to stop me and that hard things don't mean that I'm not good. Just because you think you aren't good at something doesn't mean it's not for you. Just because you think you shouldn't be making these mistakes or you should be different, that you're not the right kind of person for it does not mean it is not for you because guess what? That is what I thought about my entire life and here I am now. Because I looked at what was in my brain, I started to question certain things. And because I just made a decision. At the end of the day, I just had a decision. I had a feeling that like this would be a great thing for me to do. Let's go for it. Let's just trust myself and say that I know what I'm doing. Or that I'm going to figure out what I'm doing. And trust me, there were plenty of days where I thought, man, I don't know what I'm doing. Let's not do this. But I continue to trust myself. I relied on my mom as a partner. I relied on other people and I relied on my commitment to myself. And so really whatever it is that you want to accomplish in your life is entirely available to you. The key being, is it what you want? Is it what you want deep down? And if it's something that you want, you will accomplish it because you're going to go after it. And it doesn't matter who you think you are or what you think you aren't and are and aren't allowed to do, the kind of person that you are, you can change that. Or meaning you can be that kind of person and still do do those things. Because trust me, like I still don't think of myself as like 
any big athlete. Like I'm still just like, yeah, like I still like, I'm going to struggle on a 5k. (laughs) That's just like me. But I still did that amazing thing just because I wanted to. That was really just the only thing that said any different as well as the other thoughts that I practiced along the way. And so I also want to add this concept of relentless positivity. I I don't want to confuse that with toxic positivity because I know that's such a buzzword and, and a thing people are always concerned about. And I do agree like we should not be positive just for the sake of being positive um, and denying the way that we actually feel. What I believe is that there's a positivity that is in everything, in the sad, in the grief, in the frustration, in the heart, in the hopeless. There's always a positive, meaning that there's always something that we can choose to believe about ourselves to be good in that kind of moment. So like, a lot of people during the race or competition commented that like, you're always smiling. You just seem so cheerful and into it. And the reason that I was smiling was just because I was doing it. Well, one, there was beautiful nature to enjoy amidst the hard thing. But two, I was actually competing in an amazing event in Canada. I was getting to do this most painful thing because I wanted the, glorious feeling at the end of it of accomplishing something I wanted to show that I had work put all this work in and that let's do it but at the same time I just wanted to enjoy the journey and partially it's just the smile just came because like I was just telling myself like yeah this is freaking hard like I was agreeing with myself during all of it I just put basically my own positive flair to it And that's not to say that in the morning, the next day when I woke up, I was not positive in the slightest. And I didn't force myself to be positive. And I just kept pushing forward. I allowed myself to feel my feelings. I allowed myself to be where I was. But the positivity, returning to it, always trying to look for the positive because my brain's always looking for the negative, I believe that also helped me carry me through that event. And I just really wanted to touch on that, that that is something that is always available, but it's always available and right for you in the right moment, meaning that you don't want to force that kind of thing. It's just about when you're looking at the negative and you're kind of sick of looking at that negative, just understand that it's okay, but what is the possibility that's available like remember there are facts you're currently looking at the negative of those facts maybe there's a positive i get to do this kind of experience i get to do my homework because i was allowed to be into this university i got into this university i get the opportunity to pursue an education unlike other people and i get to have this job unlike other people and not to say that we need to like put ourselves as better than other people but just saying that how fortunate you are to get the thing that you actually want there's always that funny trend going on where there people are saying like oh my gosh I have the hardest trial and the hardest trial is like working at a job that I wanted to work at and got lucky to be at and get paid to do it like that's my trial and it's so funny because that's how we that's how we position a lot of things in our life Think about how much you actually get to do and experience in your life. And even more fascinating, the opportunity that we get to experience the opposite of the things that we want sometimes, that we get to experience the pain, the need for patience, 
the frustration, the hopelessness, the grief, all these things so that we might more fully experience the good. Now, we don't have to just say like, oh, this is all amazing and good for me. No, we don't want to be crazy. But I always find that it is possible to put a smile on your face, even in the hard moments, because you can always choose to love yourself. And you can always choose to love other people. You can always choose to love that you are alive. And even when you can't do any of that, you can rely on the hope that you were feeling that way and understanding that the moment that you are in is worth something because one day it'll be, it's temporary, meaning it'll be gone and you will feel joy once again. So that was kind of all over the place, but I, I, I just really wanted to touch on those points and make sure that you understand that this is for you. Don't think for a minute in your head that like, oh, I'm not like this guy. I'm not like Caleb. I can't do that kind of hard thing. I've heard a lot of people probably say that. And I've heard me say that about people. That is a thought that's a lie. We're all the same. We're all equal. Yes, we have our own differences and our own personalities, our own genetic makeup that is entirely different. Everything about us is different from each other. Yet at the very core, we're all human. Meaning we are all capable in the same entire way because we all have a brain. And we all have a spirit that is capable of deciding whether or not we want to use this brain and or let it control us. Okay? Meaning that you are entirely capable of redefining who you want to be. Who do you want to be? What is the inkling of desire that you feel inside of you? What do you want to do about it? How do you want to love yourself more? What do you want to achieve? It's all available. It comes available by choosing to do it, choosing to accept the hard and choosing then to find that joy in the hard. It comes from just saying that you are not exempt from any of the wonderful things you want to do in your life. I just made a decision. I'm going to climb that mountain. And after practice, hard work and determination, and most of all, the mindset work that I put into place, because honestly, it wouldn't have been anywhere without that work and that belief in me, despite everything that I had told myself in the past, that belief that I could be exactly what I wanted to be today. That is what got me exactly what I wanted. And that is the only thing that is required to get the thing that you want. You are 100% capable of achieving exactly what you want in your life. And personally, I want to help you get there. So just as a plug at the end, we've got six weeks left until it's practically finals week. I want to reach out to you about I want you to reach that academic goal you have, finally passing this class or getting straight A's or really just feeling supremely confident and emptying the tank, so to speak, giving your all in this last semester for you until, you know, and that you're ready to take on those finals. I want you to have the ultimate confidence in yourself and asking that person on a date or really being genuine with your friends being yourself, not people-pleasing, not feeling burnt out with them, but really finding joy in that. And I want you to really just enjoy your life and not beat yourself up. And I promise you, all those things, whatever it is that you want to achieve, is possible in just six weeks. I've done the hard work for me. I know you can do it for you. And I'm here to show you how it is 
done. So if you really feel that desire, listen to it. Believe you can be that kind of person and let's talk about it. Sign up for your free coaching call for 30 minutes. I have a few spots available in the upcoming weeks. Do it now. Do it before your brain tells you no. Do it before you say you're not that kind of person because I promise you this can change your life. I wouldn't have done what I did without coaching, period, full stop, because I didn't believe in myself. And it's about time that you have the opportunity to believe in yourself. If that's something that you want, this coaching call, this free 30 minutes is for you. And it's only for you. Okay. So sign up, click, do all those things. And last minute thoughts. Thank you for being along the ride. Thank you for being there to support me in all of this. I've appreciated everything that, you know, along this whole journey. It has been an amazing experience. I've learned so much from it. And it's now my opportunity to start again, to restart and to understand that it's okay when my brain says, yeah, I don't want to, because that's all a part of the process of growing. Okay. Love you guys. Good luck out there. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you want to personally see how what I talk about can change your life forever, sign up for your free coaching call today. This episode was sponsored by My Past Self for taking the chance and putting in the work to accomplish the impossible and for believing in me the whole time. Thank you, me. And to everyone, keep it spicy.